Count money, man. Money, Stack man. riches. Trying to told him I'm a beast, bud. What's up, gang? Welcome to another episode of the Grindcast. Get ready. It's a new day, and we got my man Josh Adamick and Brandon Rumba in the house. Getting ready to getting ready to spend some time talking about uh, some of the things that have helped these men be successful and uh, their hearts for Steel City Impact in the, the youth program uh, that we're on a team together with. And, and if I could kind of start out, you know, with, with that, um, man, it was, again, you know, one of my themes in business is, has been it was all a dream, and, and this was literally, you know, all a dream. These guys were just friends of mine and uh, supportive of, you know, we had inspiring minds in Youngstown, mm-hmm. Uh, that that has been eight years since we started and whether uh, Dalton or Dr. Rasta, Josh, somebody perm normally would tell me if something's out of order. Don't let me get through this thing. And if my collar's off, you know what I mean? Nobody told me and I'm over here looking sideways. You got it? I got your word. Is it? See, I I felt like my (laughs) collar was off. How about this? I'm going to take this. I'm going to take the jacket off for a minute. Get comfortable. Uh, Thanks, but it started out with, you know, Josh and some of the guys really just supporting me on the uh, building of Inspiring Minds in in Youngstown. And it's crazy to see the hearts of people. You know, sometimes you'll have friends, family members that don't support you. and, And you would think they would be the first ones to support you. And then down the road, you see people that really you know, aren't blood to you, weren't best friends growing up that for some reason they're all about, you know, helping you and, and supporting you. And the older that I get, you know, getting ready to be 39, you know, the older I get, the more I value holding on to people that have the heart, uh, have their heart aligned with with my heart and, and uh, not really trying to stay in close proximity or relationships with people that ain't moving in that direction. Mm-hmm. And and so I hung on to, to, to these guys and Josh was one of the first ones to jump on and, and help us, you know, from Pittsburgh with inspire minds uh, runs a successful real estate uh, company that I want you to, I want you to talk about. We were just talking about um, you can't see him, but our friend Dalton, Dr. Dalton Ross, the Hercules mm-hmm. is in the house over here, checking us out for a few minutes, fresh off his, uh, Beat Bellator down. beat down beat six down. and oh ranked number seven right now. Get ready. Uh, get ready. It's a new day for Dr. Rasta. Can I say something real yep. quick? I think it's kind of messed up that the dude that he was supposed to fight that backed out, you know, whatever happened, happened is six is six and he's seven. So um, I don't agree with that. I hope Bellator is listening. They need to flip flop that real quick. They will. And uh, but by the coming. way, Dalton's evil lying. Yeah, I don't think he it's agrees coming. with that either. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I just I, got, I had to put my two cents in there. We went out and, and watched his fight, and um, it was one of the best weekends I've had in a long. We time. We had a blast. It was. I mean, just having good you know time. all my brothers there watching. Uh, you know, a good guy, uh, a friend, a brother. How much did we eat after? Oh fight? my! <laughs> I heard about your crumble cookie. Oh, we didn't even make <laughs> after dinner on the way home. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you were talking about this morning. Not yeah, one oh, man, I'll eat all day and There's then I'll stop boxes. somewhere. That's it. You guys were on the rumba diet that weekend, huh? All in. Seafood diet. Uh-huh. Yeah. You see it, you eat it. That's, That's what it. I do. That's Half it. a person, you never expect it, right? But we were talking about, you know, Dalton's old beat-up trailblazer, you know, he had when he <laughs> first started hanging out over here and, you know, got a nice new car after that. And, and uh, wait till you guys hear, he got some really exciting news 
coming up that I, that's his place to announce that's Okay. You know, it. he won't buy a new car with it, I don't think. But if he wanted to, he'll be able to, you I know, here, here real soon. I love it. And, uh, Josh, we were talking about, you know, your first car. You know, people see where you're at, mm -hmm. you know, right now and all the real estate properties that you have and the family you got and new house you're getting ready to move into mm -hmm. and, and all that. And, and they fail to realize that how much you had to go through and build, you know, to get to, to where you are. And then Brandon, you know, all the things, you know, he left his business um, that you could explain a little bit mm -hmm. about what you were doing to head up being the executive director at Steel City. Uh, it wasn't something none of us planned. Mm -mm. He, Brandon was on the board. And and anytime we needed somebody to help out with the kids or to drive somewhere, Brandon was the volunteer. Right like there. he didn't have a wife. Like he didn't mm -hmm. have children. Right. And like he didn't live an hour and a half away right. uh, from Stowe Rocks, Brandon is the first one that's coming if we needed anything. If we needed a ride somewhere, kids needed a ride, anybody needed help, Brandon was the first one on the scene. And so when we started to think about in transition, man, we're like, man, let's maybe we need to run it by Brandon. He just seems so on fire. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, and for him to say, I'm going to drop everything that I'm doing, I'm going to do something completely different. But back to serving, you know, as somebody that served our country and, and um, was in the Marines and literally sacrificed uh, for others and sacrificed mm -hmm. his own legs, you yeah. know, for, for others like uh, to come anyways. back into sacrificing and, and, and for others again. It's the more I'm around you, the more I realize you, you, you really, really get uh, off by helping others, man, mm -hmm. whether it's holding the door for somebody or, or helping the kids. It's like, man, you love to, it sounds good for people to say they like to help people, but literally you love to help people. Like you're at, you're at your happiest 100%. Uh, helping, helping Thank people. You. Maybe, maybe give a little bit of background on what made you choose, yeah. you know, to make that transition into uh, steel city impact. Yeah. So, um, I, I appreciate that. The introduction, um, and it's just, it's, it's surreal just kind of being here, you know, talking about all this stuff where we started a couple of years ago. Um, but I, I, you know, I grew up, you know, we all grew up, we got our own stories, you know what I mean? Um, and you know, I, I kind of grew up, I guess, wanting, like hoping somebody would be there for me, you know, like hoping I had that, wishing I had that mentor or that, that somebody just to, Hey, to push me in that right direction or to even say, just even talk, you know, like about life. Like I didn't, like we didn't talk about life. We didn't talk about careers. I didn't know what college was. Like I didn't, didn't understand all that. And, um, as I got older, once I went to the Marine Corps, uh, that's when it really kind of came full circle going overseas, Iraq, Afghanistan. Um, and a lot of people get confused. They think that, you know, we we're over there just fighting a war, like, like finding bad guys. Like yeah. our job is to find the bad guys, kill them and go home. And that wasn't our job. That was secondary to, to what the real mission was, which was to go over there and help the people that you lived in that country. You told me a lot of the people were good people. I'd, I'd trade some of the Americans we got here for some Afghanis and let them live in my house. You know what I mean? Like they were, we're talking about these certain people, 99% of the people live in this country live by a code that I think that we all, um, we could all live by. And it's something that I'm trying to, to, to live my life by. But, um, one of the, the things that, that they promise to do, if you're a complete stranger, they have no idea who you are, and you come into their village or their house, they will protect you with everything they have inside of them. They will give up their life 
for you to keep you safe. Wow. And they will make sure that you get out of whatever situation that you're in. No questions asked. Like that's the type of giving that I, that I want to be a part of. Um, and once I, I learned that, then I realized that, you know, these people, they're, they're just like us. They just live in a different country. They might look a little different. They might, you know, believe in a, a different religion, whatever it is, yep. but they all want to do what we want to do, which is provide for their families, have a good, happy life and just do good things. And once we were able to put all the BS aside um, and realize that we were able to do our job. And then when I came home um, and saw how different it was back here um, and how much happier I was over there, uh, I knew that I had to find something that would really uh, give me fulfillment uh, in my life, even after everything that had happened to me. I just felt like that was my mission. Like I should have died. You know what I mean? I died a couple of times, got my legs, you know, all this crazy stuff happened. But for whatever reason, I'm still here. And I think as time goes on, it's starting to really show me and everybody else what that is. And, you know, this undertaking, you know, taking over, you know, managing, you know, being the director of, of Steel City, it is the hardest thing I've ever had to do. Just learning like new personalities, how to talk to people, how to talk to these kids, you know, what, you know, what, why is, you know, so-and-so having a bad day today? Why is, uh, you know, why might Davion, you know, why, why is he down today? and just learning all these things. And it's harder than anything I've ever had to do in my life. But at the end of the day, um, it's the thing that I want to do for the rest of my life. And I have a supportive wife, my kids, you know, Remy and Gunner. Um, you know, they do. How old are the kids? Okay, Remy, uh, she turns three in March, March 20th. And Gunner uh, will be three months um, in a couple weeks. Wow. Yeah, so. Three and three months. Yeah, man. three and three months. And Beautiful, man. You know, I've I've been blessed with, uh, you know, having my wife and my kids in my life that give me the opportunity to do these things because. To have that support. We all know, sure. like, like, think about it, everything that we do. Like, even, like, like Perm, what time you get up in the morning? And, you know, what, what time you, like, if, if, if Simon says he needs you at, at 3 a.m., what time are you getting up? And what time are you going to be there? Exactly. And nobody's there 245. Exactly. Never late. And nobody's going to, nobody's going to say nothing. Your, you know, your family's behind you supporting you. They know you got to do what you got to do. Um, and that's that to me, that's the, one of the most important things. And um, they see the bigger picture, you know, Cassie doesn't Cassie's think that way. She don't think loves of, to help. Exactly. She, she's not Oh, he's gone for 12 hours, 14 hours a day. He's out there serving, helping these kids that don't have somebody, or maybe they do have somebody, but maybe the parents, you know, just so that they could have a house to live in, they got to work two jobs. No doubt. You know what I mean? Like no it's doubt. not just not having money or not having this or that. It's the circumstances and the things that you have to do so that, you know, maybe we step in and we, we help them out where it's needed. Single yep. mom, single dad, whatever it may be. Let and me let me ask you, Josh. What what uh, what made you put so much into? I mean, I th I tell Josh all the time, you know, by title, I guess that they call me the president of of the situation. But mm -hmm. this is really it's like Nat D is like mm. my boss. That's this is this is my boss right here. <laughs> this oh. dude runs the show. You know, I'm like Josh. Tell me what I'm tell me what you, tell me what I'm supposed to do. That's you it. know, Josh. That's Josh it. is is is. Definitely putting in probably, you know, on the board, man, the most amount of like work and preparation 100% uh, to keep this thing rolling and, and your heart is all in. And it's not like you're not busy running no. a business with your own family, twins, 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 young kids. And I mean, it's like, man, where do you find the time and you find the time in your heart, man? What What is it about the program that that got you? Because you were the first one that told me 
uh, and you got to be careful what you wish for. You know, <laughs> years ago he's like, man, you ever bring this to Pittsburgh? I, I got you. We're we're gonna we're gonna do it together. I'm on board, and yeah, yeah. and uh, mm-hmm. and, and now is. you shot yourself in your foot. You yeah, know, now no, he's like, oh I'm, man, yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I'm man, happy to be here. first one it. to jump on yeah. board, first one yeah. to to, to want to do it, first one to point out to me to maybe look at Brandon. Yeah, you know, just just tell us your thoughts on on everything, yeah. man. Yeah, so uh, I mean, I'm grateful to be here. I'm I'm grateful to to be a part of the organization, and and really, I mean. You know, yeah, I put in a lot of work. I put in a lot of time, but we all do. And and in reality, I mean, we're blessed for for the board, uh, the everybody that we have on the board of directors. So I've been a part special of other, board. Yeah, I've been a part of other boards. Uh, you've mm-hmm. been a part of other boards. And and you know, from the outside looking in, when you have a board of of comprised of successful people and business owners, um, you know, you think you think uh, that you know, we're going to rock, we're going to kill it. Well, I've been on other boards in the past where it's the same situation. A lot of successful people on the boards, a lot of, a lot of business owners, but, but you have, you know, a difference of opinions, you know, everybody runs their business a little bit different way, a little bit differently. Everybody's focus is a little different. Everybody's goal is a little bit different. And it's kind of like herding cats when you're at a board meeting, you know, it's like an impossible task. So, um, you know, with our, with our board of directors, I mean, it's, it's special. I mean, we, we got a good, uh, we got a, we got a solid board. I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't have it any better. I mean, between the board that we have and then the support that we have, um, you know, from our network and our sphere of influence, I mean, you know, we, we put an event out there, we put a fundraiser out there, you know, there's people coming to us. How can I help? How can I be a part of it? How can I volunteer? Um, you know, what, what can I do to serve, you know, serve the mission and the kids? And I mean, you can't ask for anything more. So, uh, to back it up and to answer your question, um, you know, why, why steel city impact? I mean, I saw what you were doing in in Youngstown, Mm -hmm. you know, I saw, I saw how busy you were, you know, with your business and your family and everything you got going on. I mean, the insurance agency, you know, however many offices and agents you have, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's just crazy what you got going on. And the fact that, you know, you're going out there, you know, driving an hour each way to serve the kids, give back to your hometown, give back to your community. Um, you know, it, it, it's very special what you had going on there. And, you know, I saw the support that you were, you were getting from, from your team and your friends and, you know, everybody around you. And, you know, I just saw, um, you know, I saw, I saw, saw more of that in you than, than, you know, than, than the success and just how much you were given back and how much you were, were reinvesting in your community and reinvesting in your people. And, you know, I see, you know, being a Pittsburgh guy, um, born and raised in Pittsburgh, I spent a lot of time in, in, you know, the low income neighborhoods and, and I see what's, what's there. And I, I saw, I see a need, um, for that. I mean, in reality, you know, a lot of people need help. Uh, but when, when, when you go into the projects, into the ghettos, I mean, there's kids that go to bed hungry at night, Mm -hmm. like, you know, yeah, there's, there's kids that, that need help that don't have the big, the newest phone or the, you know, the, uh, a new TV or, you know, don't have the great, the the latest video games, but there's kids that go to bed hungry at night. Like it's a real, no doubt. It's a real thing. And and, and just imagine, you know, like the stuff that we're doing with helping them get the tutoring and Mm -hmm. and uh, helping them with the reading and the, you know, Mm -hmm. the stuff like that. If you get too far behind on that stuff as a kid, Mm. eight, nine, 10, you start getting too far behind. How do you catch up? Right. You know what I mean? High school. Then uh, I wonder why he's a bum, why he's lazy, why this is that. Well, if you rewind the tape and look at what happened. Right. 
what they didn't have, you know, what, what opportunities weren't exposed to them, the mentorship that wasn't there, the gap that we're trying to fill, we can't do for everybody, but, but for the, the people that we can, it's, it's a major role, you know, that, that you guys are able to, to play in these, in these kids' lives. I think one of the things that, you know, the people ask all the time is like, well, what is it exactly that you guys are doing? And, you know, we got a mission statement, we got a vision, you know, statement, we got all of, all of the, stuff that pol- makes you politically correct mm-hmm. that you got to go on your website and, right. and all that. But really, man, f- in, in layman's terms, you know, cause, cause you know, you're, you're from Uniontown. Mm-hmm. I'm from Youngstown mm-hmm. and you're from where, where are you originally from R- right here around the corner, yeah. Wexford. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, down the street. Yeah. But I you went I, to I, NA. So NA you're the grad, most yeah. educated. Why are you hanging with all the thugs? Yeah. <laughs> Why are you hanging with all the thugs? We got me keep- and Brandon and Perm, Emery smacking people around. You know what Come I'm saying? On. Like what, why are you hanging with the thugs? Got to keep one of them but around. Somebody got to keep us in line. But the, you know, I think the, the, the thing that, that stands out is like, man, after school, the, the time where kids are, are most susceptible. You know, when you look at like who's home after school, mm-hmm. Your parents need to go to work. Well, what time do most people get off of work? Five, four right? Five. Four or five. Okay. So if you get out of school at 2.30, what are you doing with no chaperone, nobody at home till 5, 5.30, 6 o'clock? Whatever. You know what I mean? What's, what's, Whatever you want. What's happening? Well, we all know what we were doing from 2.30 to 5. So You know what I mean? If, <laughs> yeah. and so we're filling that gap right after school. Yeah. Um, not just playing babysitter. Nope. Yeah. But educating them. Mm-hmm empowering them, driving them around, uh, getting them like we're sitting down with business owners in the city, people in the city from NFL athletes to Mm -hmm. entrepreneurs to people in education and having them pour in to these kids. We're uh, not just showing them the business, you know, it's, it's so much deeper. We're talking on a, on a personal level, talking about, you know, their stories, how they got there, some very intimate things that most people don't share with people yep. until you get to know them for yep. a while. Mm-hmm. So we're talking, these are experiences and people that, that, you know, I didn't have the opportunity to meet when I was younger. Right. You know what I mean? No way was I exposed no. at their age to some of the things that you've exposed yep. them right. to and the people that you've exposed them to. Mm-hmm. I couldn't even imagine what my no. mind would have been thinking at their age if I'm meeting the people that... I mean, that they're meeting right we now. We just took them to see, uh, you know, to see David Allen of David Allen Clothing. Yep. Okay. And this will stick with me forever. I remember him telling this story and just watching. The I kids. fell outside on the steps outside yes, too. So I, I want three new suits, mm-hmm. four <laughs> new shirts, and well, maybe a tux. And I ain't, I ain't going. I ain't coming after. I ain't coming after the on, store. On I can, I can see Arius Agency's store clothing. up there, clothing line. No, I'm Make just sure you, you know, I wouldn't do that. I'm from Youngstown. <laughs> right? I'm. All, I could take it. Yep. Yep, but I'll never forget this. Um, and just and nothing was really even said by the kids. It was just the look in their eyes. You could tell when David pulled his shirt up and he showed them the tattoo, and it, it was just negative eighty six dollars and like forty cents. And uh, he started explaining that to them. That was how much money he had in his bank account when he quit his job and started the clothing company. Mm-hmm. So quit his job making. We're talking six figures, close to seven figures a year. Because he wasn't happy, spent all his money, started a new business, and when he got going, he had negative eighty six. Crazy transition. Mm-hmm. So I want to I want to stop there for a minute. And yeah. Make sure we're talking about the program. We're passionate about it. We're gonna. But how about let's add some value yep. to some people to the listeners, and and let's talk about Josh. Give give somebody. This is off the cuff. We ain't got these. We didn't practice this. So we mm-hmm. gonna. 
shoot them off the hip. All right. Okay. What tips would you give to somebody that wants to build wealth, mm-hmm. um, that wants to possibly get into real estate mm-hmm. like you? Uh, maybe two avenues of like, hey, man, what if I want to build wealth long term? What if I want to get into real estate? Mm-hmm. And then maybe another avenue of like, what was it like for you to start your business? Like, be real with somebody, right. you know, of like, you know, I was having a conversation with a, a, a friend of mine uh, this morning, young man who, who was saying, you know, I was having this conversation with my girlfriend and and this is what happened. And, and I just, you know, I said, yeah, that's a good idea. I went with whatever she wanted to do, whatever her idea was. And I was hoping that was the idea. And I said, you, you're going to do good in marriage. You're already learning. You're already catching, <laughs> you're already catching on. So yeah. as, as an entrepreneur, as somebody that started their, you know, business from scratch, yeah. right? Did, 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 did your dad give you this business? Did somebody give you this business? <laughs> no, far, you started it from far, scratch. Yeah. Far from it. So yeah, you gotta, yeah. you gotta, you gotta tell people what you, you, it looks good yeah. to be you. Yeah. Okay. But what is the real deal? What does it really take to be married? What does it really take to be, you know, successful as an entrepreneur? Maybe give them those two tips of like, what does it really take to get started? What were some of the obstacles before you see some of the shine? You know, because you did actually end up going out and finally getting yourself a new a new car, hanging around your your new <laughs> thug friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and then on the other side, yeah. you know, maybe you know, if somebody just is like, I don't want to really do that. Yeah. Oh, I'm not. A, but how do I build wealth? Right. You know. Give right. them some tips. Right. So, so you threw a number of things at me, but to, to answer the how to build wealth, I mean, wealth is built over the long term. So, so you, you got to look at that. Um, you got to have a long term vision. You know, there's there's a big difference between being rich and creating wealth. So, mm. you know, rich is you know being rich is is making some money, going out and buying dumb shit, and you know look, looking rich. Um, you know, building wealth is is creating. Uh, real value over the long term. So, um, you know, wealth, wealth creation is, you know, if, if it's real estate, for example, um, you got to look at the long term plays. So, um, you know, a lot of people get into a business, um, you know, it, it, and start making some money, start creating something and, and, you know, spend equally to, to, um, you know, as they're making it. So you're really, every not, time they make yeah. more money, they up their yeah, lifestyle. So if you look at, if you look at a graph, if your if your income is trending up and your expenses are trending up, you know, it, that, and that holds true in any business, not just real estate. So, you know, if you're, if you go from making, you know, $30,000 a year to making a hundred thousand dollars a year, but then you go from driving a Honda to a BMW and, you know, go from an apartment to, you know, renting a house or buying a big house and, you know, having a three, $4,000 a month mortgage payment, I mean, you're not creating wealth. I mean, you're just, you're taking on more debt. You're taking on more um, assets or taking on more liabilities. So um, you have to, you have to look at, to, to build wealth, you have to look at the creation of, of assets, assets versus liabilities. So um, the more assets you can accumulate over time that are cash flowing, that are, that are um, going to, um, you know, trend upwards in value over time. I mean, that's how you create true wealth uh, in real estate. I mean, you know, getting, Getting rich and 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 building wealth are, are two totally different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Now, how about somebody that's starting out in 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 uh, as an entrepreneur in any business? What what is it really like? Give them the give them the real deal and what it's going to take. Oh, you got to be relentless. I mean, you shared that book with me, uh, uh, relentless. But mm-hmm. you know, when you're starting a business, uh, you know, it, it, 
everything looks good, you know, by the highlight reels. So if you follow somebody on Instagram, come on, um, you know, and, and you see you see the cars, you see the houses, you see the um, you know the watches, you know, whatever the spinning the back kick, yeah, the mm-hmm. spinning back kick. Well, that's a different a lot kind of, of work highlight. goes into that. That's a different uh. kind of highlight reel, <laughs> but but never judge by the highlight reel. I mean, you know, you got to put the work in, you got to put the hours in, and regardless of what that is, I mean, you know, if it's a business, if it's uh, if it's a marriage uh, relationship, you know, if it's if it's fighting, I mean, we have no idea what goes behind the scenes, you know, with 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 Dalton prepping for a fight. All we see is the you know. The, the two minute smackdown <laughs> and his hand going up at the end, but a lot of but, work. But I mean, you nobody gotta, works harder. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the stuff <laughs> yeah, people yeah, don't we get. Don't, we don't see that that Dalton, for example, he's doing. Last time I talked to him, three a days, and mm-hmm. every other day is two a days. Sacrifice. Yeah. Don't yeah. smoke. Don't yeah, drink. Right. Don't Nothing. party. In the gym, you know what I mean? Four seven. I mean, same thing <clears throat> holds true with running a business. I mean, you got to put the work in. You got to be there early. You got to stay late. I mean, you got to deal with the ups and downs. Um, you know, not everything come early, stay late, deal with the ups and downs. When's the last time you woke up consistently after 6am in the morning? Consistently. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> I mean, after 6am consistently, couldn't tell you yeah, couldn't, yeah, yeah. consistently when that has happened. Yeah. These are the things that people miss. Yeah. yeah. They want the business though. Right. right. All the real estate, mm-hmm. all the houses. Yep. These are the tips. These are the, the little twins. nuggets. Thank you for yep. pointing that yeah. nugget out. Yeah, it's like, it's, in early, out late, sometimes. Yeah, you know. So my me, I'm a little bit different. I mean, some people some people start late and go late into the night. I mean, I know your guys are here making calls at ten, eleven just o'clock starting. at night. Yeah, just starting. Yeah. People just starting. Dude. Right. Well, yeah, they, they, they are just they got to make their calls. So some people are here late Home. at night um, making their calls. Me, you know, I try to balance the you know the the business and the family so i get i get an early start mm-hmm. and i try to be home for for dinner more often times than not so dinner and spend some time together in the evening and put the kids to bed and that's that's me right now prior to kids i mean i just went pretty what's much your wake up time uh average so the alarm set for five i typically get up between four and five okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah gotcha so. brandon talk to us about your transition um you know how how could you add value to people that you know your transition coming from the military Mm -hmm. you know and what you saw what you were a part of uh, is just always going to be a part of you yeah you know it's 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 never you don't ever really move on Mm -hmm. you know i've talked to people about this that have lost loved ones you know that are close it's like man you don't ever really move on right no you just move forward Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like you you ain't never gonna you learn how to change that stuff bro you you ain't gonna move on from that you, we move forward. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So how do you move forward in, in a, in a rough situation mentally to getting to a place of, of, uh, of, of stability in a sense to be able to cope with stuff like that or transitioning out of a, of a situation into the situation that you're in right now, just what tips and none of us got it perfect. You yeah. know, the people that give tips don't have it perfect. No. We're all in, we're all in, in transition. We're all, we're all working. I give marital advice and you know, I don't got it all down. You know what I mean? And and I was telling somebody today, how I had a call with my wife this morning. I was just thanking her for, for how much that we've grown and, and, and the role that she plays and for the drama that we don't have for the most part that a lot of people Mm -hmm. I watch struggle with, you know, and, and then I was telling somebody, I'm like, now watch, knock on wood, watch me go home now, and we're going to have a blowout. I said, yep. if that happens, I'm going to text both of you guys and let you know that happened. But 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 we don't have it all figured out. No. But 
what you have done is make a transition that most people couldn't make. So what, what tips could you give to people that maybe are, are in a down spot mentally? How do you get yourself out of a rut? And how do you handle a transition into something completely new and, and have success at it? Yeah. So, you know, what, what worked for me was, you know, finding that, you know, you hear this a lot, finding that why or, you know, what, what, what's your what's the reason? And um, I learned very early in the process after everything that I had went through after getting hurt that somebody could I could literally say nothing or do nothing. And somebody could just look at me when they're having a bad day and it could immediately make their day better by saying, oh, man, this dude's had it rough. Why am I sad that they messed up my Starbucks order this morning? Inspires me all the time, bro. And it's 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 like, but there's a lot of responsibility that comes with that. Amen. That I didn't realize, and I'm still figuring it out. Like yep. I I have I have a responsibility, even though I'm not in the Marine Corps, I am still serving. And maybe you know, who knows? I don't know why I'm still alive. But what if God was like, "This is what you're supposed to do for the rest of your life." Like I'm sorry, but it ain't about you. It's about everybody else. And if that's how it's going to be, then that's how it's going to be. But I, I enjoy it, you know, and um, a lot, some people don't like when I, when I say this, but I'm, you know, I'm rough around the edges. I'm tough. You know, I was in the Marine Corps. I've seen a lot of things, but um, at the end of the day, whatever you're going through, uh, whatever I'm going through, even me, somebody's got it worse and they're 10 times more successful than I am. Amen. Not even just 10 times more successful. They're happier. They love their life. So what excuses do I have? You know, um, attitude. That, that's what that's your attitude. Attitude. I mean, I, I wake up and, and I'm not saying that I feel like this, this, this every day. I'm not always, you know, and one thing that I learned from Josh, and this is along the, the, the motivational side of things is discipline is always going to outweigh the motivation. And hundred percent. And that's where, that's what where you I feel like doing. That's where You're I not always sh- going to feel like doing no. it. No. And I'll be honest, I struggle with that. So I'm, I'm always trying to like motivate. I got to watch this video to motivate. I got to do this. I got to, you know, let me call Simon and get motivated real quick. And, and sometimes you do need that. Like there's nothing wrong with that. But I also, sometimes we need to realize that we got to take some accountability and we got to motivate ourselves by being disciplined mm. and just being disciplined, doing, waking up, doing the same thing every day, no matter what. Um, and once I realized that, you know, my situation sucked, no other way around it, but it could have been worse. I died. I could have stayed dead. I came back to life, died again. They brought me back again. Um, I had, you know, six inches of my right leg. Um, they took me in for a surgery to, to clean it out um, for some infections and whatnot and uh, some bone growth. And uh, they ended up, I ended up getting another infection during the surgery. So they had to amputate the rest of them. So I actually was walking. I had two prosthetics, was walking with two legs. A year into the got recovery. Got bad and got worse. A year into the recovery. I'm happy. Life's good. Going for surgery. Come out. I wake up and I don't have no right leg. I'm like, what is going on? And, you know. Imagine just, that when you yeah. think you're having a bad day. And to put things into perspective, that six inches might not seem a lot, but there are very. Oh, six inches is a lot. <laughs> if, 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 if I had another six inches. Dalton yep. would stop teasing me about how short I am. <laughs> I could have been in the NFL. No, I know. Six no, I know. inches. It's story listen, of my life. I was. We're gonna get sidetracked real quick. I was five three before I got hurt. Mm. I'm now five ten. Pros and cons. <laughs> All right, listen. This is a, this is true life, real story. I met my wife. Okay, I was five foot three when I met her. I was a normal height on a prosthetic. She's five seven. Met her. I'm like and hot too. You a pimp. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, you're a real G. Well, and have you, you know seen her? I've seen her. I know. And she's got a master's degree. It tells degree. me everything I need to know. There you go. And she got her master's. What so it wasn't an accident. Like, she's dumb. You know I, what I mean? Like, come oh. Come on. I know. Yeah. No. You sold her. Yep, I did. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? If I'm going to keep her, she can't be taller than me. She played basketball, too. Her ex was 6'6", you know, was getting ready. To, you know, could have played in the NBA. And I'm yeah, just I'll thinking. i him out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy day. Easy day. And then I'm like, what am I going to do? I come back a week later, and she goes, something's different. I'm like, what do you mean? I don't know. I just feel like you look different. I'm like, no, I'm good. And then I tell her, I'm taller than you. I went back to the my prosthetics guy, and I was like, how tall can you make me before it's, like, awkward and don't, you know, it looks weird. Yeah. I'm like, oh, five, nine, five, ten. I'm like, all right, let's go. And he took me right up. Man. Came back a week later. I don't want to have accident. I don't want to have to, you know what I mean, make light of it. We can make Real it happen, sacrifice, though. but man, I'd love to get it plugged. For I'm that. just saying. You know what I'm saying? Talk <laughs> about 2022. We can I mean, make it happen. That's a whole not, That's a whole nother level. But back back to the uh, seriousness, man, of 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 what you went through and, yeah. and and what you're doing right now and what we do. I think, you know, we're we're going to be taking the kids in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of their a lot of the kids. This is their first vacation. You know, first time out of the city. First time plane. out of the state. First time on a on an airplane. Staying in a hotel. We're talking, we had a lot of, and I, I don't mean to, to cut you off, but we had a lot of firsts with these kids. We're talking just already in the, the, we'll say really we've had six months with them, but with COVID, everything else, we really had three or four months with them. Yep. We've taken them to their first restaurant sometimes, like actual sit down and eat dinner. Mm-hmm. Napkin on your lap. Like for real. Yep. Like we've, the things that we're doing, you know, that, that you've laid the groundwork for, that you allowed all of us to to take part in um, is going to stick with these kids forever, and this could be the difference between doing twenty to life, or between having a house up on a hill and you know having a a, a family, a husband, a wife, kids, and that business. And they're going to look back and think, you know, I I need to do this for somebody else, no doubt. and it's just going to keep going. And then you're going to see Stowe Rocks change. You're going to see McKee's Rocks change. You're going to see a different attitude, a different yep. community. Yep, it's and a it's, process. It's a process. It takes everybody. Yep. And, and that's why we, you know, we're doing the things that we're doing right now. You're the driver. Yep. You pick them all up pick in your own up, car. You know, we went to the stuff, the bus with the kids. And not only did you have kids in your car, Cassie had kids in her, in car. her car. I had kids in my car. You know, we, we were just like, now we're, we're getting ready to run a uh, fundraiser coming mm-hmm. up. Our next event is the cigar cigars with the stars. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, um, that's, main thing that we're looking for for that is going to be transportation we're trying to get vans something uh to to help the kids get you know so you don't have to all th- throw them all in your car and you know what i don't mind doing that i've just run yeah, out of we're room. run out of room I've we got too many kids literally we're yeah. talking the biggest vehicle mm-hmm. that you can that uh, i could buy you know for like you know just a, like a person yep. I'm, I'm running out of room yep. full-size suv yep you know yep. so you know we need to you know we're Really, what we're really in the need for is that, you know, that passenger van, you know, something like that, that we can throw all the kids in there. Yep. And we can kind of, you know, it, it allows them to, to, um, you know, have that camaraderie too. You know, we're not just, you know, all separated in a car. They're, yeah, in, they're in a van. Together. They can all, we can, you know, just, just do everything together. Yep. And that, that's the biggest need that we have right now. Um, and we're growing. Transportation. And, and, food. And we're gearing up to hire an assistant. Yep. Because we're growing. So. Yep. Yep. I mean, right now, Brandon's doing it all. God bless him. Yep. I mean, he's killing it. Yep. Absolutely killing it. Yep. Um, but, you know, we are growing. We got a number of kids that, uh, uh, 
more kids that are coming on a consistent basis. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and and you can only you can only have so many kids per per leader per adult. So, Amen. Um, you know, we're gearing up to hire an assistant. That's going to be so. Our our, our event is is uh, is coming up. Is it's the at, at the end of March, March thirty first, right. March thirty first at Burn, Burn, at Burn downtown, and and we do fifty tickets. 50 I think tickets. we're doing 50 yep. tickets. Cut it off at 50. We Cut it up. Last year we sold it out. Yep. Sold out. Oh, sold out. Ran through. I mean, we just, everybody was buying tickets. You know, we sold sold out tickets for the event. And then all the, the door prizes, everything else, that all went. You know, Rolex. Um, went. Everything went. Um, it was just, Trestles locked in. Yep. Mm-hmm. Jim Trestles locked in. Uh, I think Joey Porter's locked in. Joey Porter. Waiting to hear in. back from Ryan, but I yep. think Ryan mm-hmm. said Joey Porter's locked in. Of course, Shay Zero. Ryan, Shay Zero's gonna Ryan, be Ryan, Ryan will be in the house. He's on T- the board. Tico will be there. Tico will be there. Kelly Pavlik's coming. Former boxing champ. We got confirmation. We got Hercules coming in. Dalton will be in the house. Dr. Rasta. That's my nickname for him. Dr. Rasta. Comma. Comma will be there fresh off of his big win. Yep. And so we're going to have a lot of people in the house, a lot of celebs in the house, a lot of good people in the house and, and, uh, feel free to stop by and, and, uh, and support us. And, you know, I, I didn't have an opportunity to, to add any, you know, real value to the listeners. So I'm going to stay on, uh, as we start to close, close everything. I just, I want to encourage people out there to, to give to something, mm-hmm. you know, don't have to be our, you know, event that we're doing for the kids. If you can't make it to the cigar event, you could get a raffle ticket, but it doesn't matter. If, if it's for us or for, or for something else, man, I'm telling you, it'll change your life if you learn to be a giver. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I want you to look around, you know, to, to, to what are you sowing out there? What are you reaping, you know, out there? If you're not getting enough, chances are sometimes you ain't giving enough. Mm-hmm. And, and the giving right. part in the beginning, until people learn this, the giving part is tough for some people of, of, of I'm going to give more when I got more. You know, when I get more money, I'm going to give more. When I got more time, I'm going to I'm going to give more time. Well, here's a news flash. You ain't getting too much more time. Right. The, the, you're only going to get busier. Mm-hmm. And and so you just find a way to make it happen. And and if you're not going to give a dollar out of ten dollars, what makes you think you're going to give a million out of ten million? Exactly. You know, I can't wait to give give away millions upon millions of dollars. I, I think one of the things that that I've done that I learned from a mentor of mine is we have budgets and goals for so many things in our life. Do you have a giving goal mm. of how much money do you want to give away this year? How much time do you want to give to things that, that don't have something to do with you getting something back? Right. Uh, I would challenge you to see if, if, if you can set some goals in those areas of your life of like, man, I don't got a lot of time, but, I can give a couple hours a month to something, yeah. an hour a month. What can? There's so much stuff that you can do out there that, that can impact people. If you don't got money and you got time, and it's really not even about the amount of money, but give something. Right. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if you are a believer in karma, not comma, are you a mm. believer in, in, in karma? Are you a believer in the Lord? Whatever you believe in, I think most religions and most people can grasp what comes around goes around and you reap what you sow. Mm-hmm. And and so if, if, if you don't have a lot, but you give $10, that $10 may mean more to the world comes around, goes around than, than, than somebody else's thousand mm-hmm. dollars, because that thousand dollars may come from a place that has millions of dollars. 
and your $10 may come from a place where you only got $100. Yep. And so you gave 10% of what you had, and the other person only gave a fraction of what they had. Point 10%. Don't get wrapped around, I don't got a lot, so what is the, what's the difference? Well, I could tell you 10 bucks that gets our kids an hour of tutoring. Mm-hmm. What if that one hour is the thing that gets that kid moving in the right direction to be able to have a little bit more confidence in reading or pass that math test or whatever that, that, it is. That takes them to the next grade, you know? No doubt. Or right. that $10, that, that's a meal. We're talking like over the weekend. No doubt. Like we got the backpack program that we're going to be kicking off. Can't like wait. Like it's a real thing, like food, you know, yep. meals. Tell them about the backpack program. Yeah, so um, just real quick, not to cut you off, um, we're, we're going to start um, putting together backpacks uh, for the kids to take home on a Friday, okay? So it's going to be filled up with, you know, the necessities, things that they might need over the weekend for them um, as far as food, um, just anything to keep them uh, held over until – school comes back around on monday because this is real life we were talking about this earlier some there are students that the only time they eat is when they're at school think about that that's real life so on a weekend they could go two days i'm not saying they might not have anything but we're talking not what they should be getting. trying to get them eating healthy right sending home stuff that's free does a mountain dew from the truck that drives through the project selling them selling the bags for that's what they eat on the weekend yep i mean every time i pull up I, when I take them up to, you know, when I take them up. Uh, There's an old ratty U-Haul truck that's sitting right there. Project, selling it parked up, selling yeah. ho-hos and, yeah. and everything How else. about the education we gave them the other day? We talked the whole time on nutrition. The whole time. Sugar, what to eat, benefits, pros, cons. And, and guess what now? So people that are donating, um, guess what we have now? All the kids that are consistent in the program now have a membership to Planet Fitness. And one day out of the week... And they, they wanted this. You know, I kind of just it. put it in their, their ear. Love they it. wanted this. They wanted to dedicate one day a week out of the program mm. to go to Planet Fitness mm. and do a workout and learn about nutrition. Love it. Think about that. I mean, that's where your money going. Game changing. That's where the Game uh, changing. I mean, half of them never even been in a gym. Yep. You know, so now you get them thinking. So grateful, man. Grateful for the time that people invest into, into uh, the Grindcast. Grateful. Uh, for you, Josh, and, and the time that you put into mm-hmm. to keeping this program afloat, you, I mean, could you imagine where There's we no would way. be without you? I mean, could, come on, you got to keep it real. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like Natalie knows if she wasn't in the picture, right, our kids may have a hard time to survive. You so I'm the one Natalie, in charge. Thank, thank God for Natalie, too. I mean, she's oh she's my, let's me grind. She's a saint. Yeah, I told her today. I'll see yeah. you tomorrow. Yeah. I talked to her this morning. Yeah, like, I love you, babe. I'm, I, I see you tomorrow. Probably yeah. won't see you today. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm running all running, running yep. all day. But, yeah, absolutely. And, Brandon, thank you, man, for, no, for, you. Uh, for your love and heart for the program, for the kids, for your friendship, for your loyalty to me, to the country. I mean, just for... Just for being you, man. Yeah. It's it's Thank an you. honor to know somebody Absolutely. like you and and uh, in real I, pleasure, I just, man. You know, before we get off here, there's two things I want to say. You know, thank you to to you also for giving me an opportunity uh, and a platform. I remember we sat down uh, the first time we were over at Walnut Grill, um, and it all started right there. And I had no idea what to expect. All I knew is I was afraid to even say anything to you. And we started talking, and it just kind of took off from there. So I just want to thank you guys for for the opportunity. Um, you know, I'm learning, I'm growing. Um, I've done more learning and growing in the last two years of my life than I had in the first 30 years of my life. So I appreciate the opportunity. And one more thing, um, anybody listening, my cell phone number is 
888-382-9285. If you want to get involved with Steel City Impact, uh, you have any questions or you just want to talk to somebody, need some motivation, anything, please shoot Ain't me a Ain't too many text. people shooting their cell phone out on, on the I, podcast. Nope. Listen, you know, the way I look at you it. You didn't can, shoot them perms numbers. That's your number for sure? <laughs> huh? Uh, what is, what's the number again? 724 724- Eight one two nine two eight five, and also um, I'm gonna uh, I- I'm gonna put this out there, and I hope you guys I hope you don't get mad about this. We're but, in um, it now. Yeah, we're in it. Let's Listen, go. We were talking about transportation. Any of our any of our buddies out there, anybody listening, any supporters that are in the car business, car dealerships, anything, and uh, you can help us out with something. You know, not looking for anything for free, a deal, something uh, to help these kids. We're putting in the time. It's something that we truly need right now. If we didn't need it, we wouldn't be asking for it. Um, so I'm I'm, at, I'm challenging uh, anybody out there to um, you know reach out to me and uh, let's make something happen for these kids. Love it. Check us out, SteelCityImpact.com, SteelCityImpact dot com and uh we love being in the steel city steel city has adopted me from uh, from it. the yo so that's why we had to get to work in pittsburgh too uh thanks for joining us on another episode of the grindcast get ready it's a new day <laughs>